Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Aquarian Times. This is Julia Birnbaum. It is a rainy day, a rainy evening in here in Northern California. A perfect, cozy, um, almost last day of 2020. And the topic for today is from my list of 21 hidden root causes of disease. Um... Which, of course, if you're, you've are you been following the podcast, ha- is uh, a list I'm working with to understand illness, to understand maladies or issues or symptoms. Um, and I came up with this list of 21 hidden root causes that could help us understand what the root of our symptoms are um, so that we could get to the bottom of them and heal and have a different experience. So today, the topic or um, the topic for this podcast is uh, the root cause of having denial or resistance to the need for healing. So this is a very, very important topic. uh, Because Basically, we're highlighting the issue of denial. And although denial could seem like a reaction or um, a surface level experience, right? I mean, there's, there's, the, there's the experience and then we're denying the experience. So there's, it's just laid on top of whatever the experience is. But it's actually a little bit more covert, I would say, um, than, than that, because um, the denial is actually sort of underneath the experience, underneath the symptoms. It's not layered on top of the symptoms. So let, let's, let me give an example. Um, I'm just going to give the example of, say, alcoholism, um, just because it's an easy one. So if you have someone who is having issues with with alcohol alcohol use and is um you know has not um admitted to having a problem and is you know being their life is being compromised by their alcohol use and the effects it has on their life and the people who's uh who they're close with um and their ability to function and um you know, live a a balanced and healthy, productive life, um, or effective life, um, or even a grounded life. Uh, what, what's going on is it's not that they're having a, a drinking problem and they're on top of that, they're denying it. What's actually happened is that from underneath of the actual need to drink is a denial of the symptoms, the problems that is causing them to drink, right? So the denial is actually the cause of the drinking. It doesn't happen because of the drinking. Uh, People will drink because they are in denial of their feelings, of their pain, of their vulnerability, of their insecurities, of their anxiety, their social anxiety, or whatever the reasons are. But as we can see, as if we are honest about this particular example, um, 
the symptoms, <laughs> the occurrence of uh, turning to alcohol is based on denial of their own life, of their own um, fragility, you know. So, so that is an example of how the denial lies at closer to the root of an issue. So the real issue, um, you know, is, is fear, right? Fear of oftentimes, you know, fear of being seen, fear of being uncomfortable, fear, fear of being exposed, fear of, um, not being loved, uh, all the, all the things. And what happens is, uh, you know, we have an ego, I'm sure you're aware of that. So that's the sort of construct of uh, our separate self that we, you know, try to protect the vulnerable self. And we put on this shell and this kind of masquerading, this uh, character that is perhaps um, got everything together, or is all powerful and um, is cool and uh, as in socially cool and is um, infallible and um, invulnerable and uh, so this this ego structure that we that we all have that we you know come with as humans um, is it's kind of its job <laughs> unfortunately um, to to be in denial about any shortcomings, any deficiencies that we may have, because it doesn't want anybody to know the real us. It doesn't want anybody to think we're weak or know who we really are. It, it wants to compete and be the best and, um, you know, show how great it is <laughs> or we are. Uh, of course, because we're merged with this ego, it's it's merged with who we actually are underneath it. Um, and again, the 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 journey of awakening, self of self knowledge, of healing, of wholeness, is about um, finding the true the true self beneath this egoic structure, and then sort of purifying the um, issues, the, 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 the ways that the ego can show up. We, we are able to accept, to face, to um, integrate and purify all of, the, all of the qualities in us that stand in the way of us showing our true self in all of our glory and all of, and all of our imperfections. But from a place of total love and acceptance of who we are and um, no excuses and no need for excuses. Like we just, we just know that we're okay and we know that we're loved and we know that we, that we are love and that's what we're here to do. And that's what we are able to do when we can strip away all the defenses that we have put up between us and that, that pure conscious state of pure love so the construct of the um, denial which protects the ego it reifies the ego 
the false self, it strengthens this false self. It's like the bodyguard for the false self is this denial. It's like, oh, you think I have a problem? No, I don't have any problems. I'm fine. You know, it's, it's, it's basically it turns into kind of a, a pathological liar, but you know, in a, with a small L, small lie, because, you know, it's, it feels like it's telling these white lies that, um, you know, just, oh, I'm just a little bit, I'm just better, you know, it, it just makes up these stories that aren't completely and totally true. And they can, these stories can get deeper and deeper and deeper uh, on the end, the spectrum of being really, really false and distorted, distorted version of actually what's happening in reality, you know. So, and again, I'll make it concrete. So in the example of the person who is drinking too much um, would say, uh, you know, they would deny um, how much they're actually drinking, right? Or how it affects them. They would say, oh, it's fine. I, you know, I just, I get a little headache in the morning, but no problem. And maybe they actually can't even get up and go to work the next day, Um so anyway, there's lots of ways that the denial can morph into behaviors of covering up and lying and um because truly it is it's it's a lying to ourselves. You know, it is not true. It is actually 100% not true for any of us that that we are completely totally uh flawless. You know, we're all here with flaws and imperfections and of course, that's what makes us perfect as we are. And it's, you know, when we can't uh, love and accept ourselves, we're going to deny parts of ourselves and um, kind of shove, again, the last episode was about the subconscious mind, shove parts of us into our shadow aspect and uh, not, and, and develop sort of a split you know, a split in our, our consciousness of having a light side and a dark side. Um, in truth, we have both, but we, we decide to not see the light as dark and not see the dark as light. So it doesn't have to be so polarized. You know, it's, um, and an example of that is, say, uh, you know, someone has, um, is a little bit overweight, for instance. And we would, instead of having a judgment on that, we just say, oh, that's totally fine. There's, you know, they're healthy. There's nothing, they're not obese or, you know, um, what's that word? Um, anyway, it, it doesn't affect their health that they're overweight. It's just a part of who they are, you know, part of their, as we would say, nature in Ayurveda. Um, so accepting ourselves and who we are, not, not putting a judgment on how, how we are and how we show up in our pure form, you know, is the idea. And I think it gets, I just want to make a distinction because it can get a little tricky when we're looking at actual symptoms or actual issues that this is how it can get a little, uh, this, the distortions can happen. So we can have something that isn't positive. Like, like say, 
you have, uh, say again, you wake up, um, you make yourself sick at night drinking and you wake up and you have to throw up every morning. This is just an example. Um, that's not, that's not something we would want to accept and go, oh, that's perfect. It's just the way it is, you know, because that's, that's not, um, that's not a state of, uh, health or balance. Um, that's, if we accepted that we would be in a state of denial, (laughs) like that's okay. That's just normal. That's called denial. That's when we put, uh, we lay over reality with sort of a a delusional state of um, making okay what is not okay to protect ourselves, to keep us from changing, to keep us from having to work harder to come clean and, you know, show up for ourselves, for our families, for our lives. And if we really, really have a hard time doing that, we can make lots of excuses for our behaviors and decide that what we're doing is fine. There's no problem. So this topic is, again, triggering. So I didn't say that in the beginning, but trigger alert. Uh, this can be triggering, obviously, because if... If, if you are engaging in behaviors of denial, you're not going to want to admit that to yourself and it's going to make you angry to hear someone talk about it and uh, because you don't, you don't want it to be true. You don't want to be found out. And I just want to say if that's you right now listening and you're hearing this and you're getting triggered or you're, you want to like turn this off and you're getting upset... Um, just reach into yourself and give yourself some love, (laughs) you know, um, the idea, the idea that, that we are, we are needed, we are needed by ourselves for ourself to show up and tell the truth about our, our life and the state of our life, and our desires, and what we really actually want, and who we really are. And when we deny all those things, we end up lying to ourselves, we end up punishing ourselves, we end up um, making ourselves sick. And that's a very common thing. It's very common. Um, It's very common in and I'm just speaking about this American culture because this is where I am in the world. Um, and, you know, likely it's common many parts of the world over because we're most, you know, we have egos. <laughs> um, it's just part of the design of this uh, this experience of being human. And uh, it's challenging and it's, it's hard and it's heartbreaking, you know, that, that we can't, that it's so hard sometimes, you know, that life can be so hard and so challenging and so difficult to, uh, you know, move through. Um, but as I say, in I just wrote a blog post, uh, the first step is admitting that you, you want a different experience. So I kind of, I 
I kind of came up with this list of 11 points on this healing journey and it, you know, it doesn't have to be, this is not like fast and, you know, like set in stone, but it's, it's just a little way to kind of understand the healing journey and, and I'm, I'm going to read it to, to you right now. So the first step is to admit that we are ready for a different result. And that's coming out of denial. If we, if we needed, if we need a change in our lives, it's about admitting that. The second step is to know what we want as our destination. So we have to know what we want our life to look like so we can start to focus to get there. A third step is to remember sometimes daily to affirm this, to tell yourself every day uh, where you want your life to go, where you want it to be. Number four, uh, step number four is to be focused to mitigate distractions. We all know how how easy it is to get distracted in this realm. We have so many little uh, things we could, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> just, I can't think of the word, um, just uh, whittle away our, our time or hours doing <laughs> mindless things, you know. Um, number five is to have commitment. So be committed. Be committed to your destination. Number six, have the strength and fortitude to go the distance or employ help to bolster this. So we, we must, you know, if we want to go on a long journey, we have to pack some food and we have to have the right gear and the right shoes and all the right supplies or else we're going to kind of crap out like halfway through Maybe, you know, we, we can't make it all the way to our destination because we don't, we're not, we don't have the strength. Um, and this is a very real thing, especially if you're dealing with um, illnesses or um, it's easy to, to kind of give up. And the idea is if you don't have the strength is to get help, to get help to, to get you there. And it could take you longer, but at least you're still on the path. You're still on your way there. Number seven is to learn to trust. So again, uh, you don't have the strength, you employ some help, and then you, then you trust. You know, even, if, even though I don't have the strength myself to get there, I trust that by asking for help, I can still get there. Number eight is to have patience, right? A journey uh, that we would like to last a day could last two decades. We just never know. We never know what it's going to take and how long, and we have to have patience. Number nine, recognize the present moment. So that's about waking up to the fact that you're exactly where you need to be. You are exactly who you need to be. And if you can actually wake up to that moment and go, oh, wow, I'm here. I'm on this journey. I'm conscious. I know what I want. I've left behind the distractions. And even if they've come and, you know, tried to follow me, I'm committing again. And, uh, and I'm right here right now <laughs> because, you know, there's never, there's never an end to our, our journey, right? So we have to recognize we're just being, being, uh, capable of being in the present moment. Number 10, 
Learn to receive. So that's similar to being in the present moment is like receive the fresh air, receive the um, food on your plate, receive the compliment from somebody, receive the gift uh, that someone left on your doorstep. Just stay open and receive and be grateful. Number 11 is to become a co-creator of your life. So that's when we are facing our life and saying, I'm willing. I'm willing to change. I'm willing to be wrong. I'm willing to be vulnerable. I'm willing not to have it figured out. I'm willing to, uh, you know, have to try and try again. I'm willing to um, understand my own limitations as a human being in a body, in a third dimensional body. Um, so that's, that's our journey. That's our journey. And if we, and then again, you know, it's not like, oh, and then we're healed. It's like, and then we're, we're healing. We're happier. We're clearer. Things are going more easy, easy for us. We have more joy. We have more peace. Uh, we actually enjoy the ride. We are manifesting um, and calling in good experiences and good relationships. That's what it's like on that other end of that healing spectrum from being in denial where, you know, life kind of sucks. You know, life sucks. So we drink. We drink to avoid it. We drink to feel better. We, I'm just using drinking as an example today, but it could be other things, you know. But when we say we're fine or we like, we're, we're happy or we, you know, we couldn't be better. And, and yet we're doing these behaviors that are like, so not, so not in alignment with that statement, which is trying to uh, numb ourselves or, you know, hurting the people again, closest to us, making us untrustworthy, making us uh, really challenging and difficult to be around, not to mention to ourself. Um, then, you know, we don't even, that's when we haven't even taken the first step of admitting we are ready for a different result in our life. So I just want to say, if this is, if you know someone who's having this experience, if you are having this experience, that um, it is a really, it's a challenging place to be. It's a challenging place to need to realize or recognize that you know, you have, you have to make some changes and you're going to have to contend with some things that you've been avoiding, um, in order to get to the good stuff. And I'm sure, I hope you've, uh, you know, everybody has had the experience of seeing someone who's gone through that journey, um, and seeing that it is possible because it can feel impossible. It can feel utterly impossible. And we have, all the evidence in the world to back up the fact that things are never going to change and never going to get better, better. We had a horrible childhood. We can't, you know, life sucks. And we, all the things, all the excuses and all the evidence. And, um, and I, it's hard to, it's hard to make, uh, just let go of that story, you know, and say, wow, maybe, maybe things could get better. Maybe if I just 
want it bad enough, it will get better. So that is my podcast for today. Um, this topic of, of denial and resistance. And I hope, uh, I hope you learned something. If you know somebody who you think could benefit from hearing this little um, discussion here about this issue, uh, please send them this podcast to listen to with love. And um, if you are interested in, in working with me, you can get in touch with me by going to my website, www.juliabernbaum.com. And uh, I do a holistic wellness coaching right now based in yoga and Ayurveda. And I use the, I use the tarot uh, using archetypes. And um, I have a lot of tools in my, in my toolbox to help uh, turn, turn, turn someone around to embrace a path to a better life. So my business is called yoga to light your path. And, uh, please reach out if you, if you would like to have a consultation, I do free consult consultations to see if we'd like to work together. So you can see that on my website, you can make an appointment and, um, or send me a message. Um, yeah. So thanks again so much for listening. And we are a couple days out from the end of 2020 uh, by the calendar year. So have a have a great New Year's Eve. And I hope, you know, maybe set some intentions about what you like to focus on, on in your own healing for this next year. Um, and know that you're worth it. So yeah, thanks again and happy new year.